This is 990WBOB.com, the home of internet entertainment. From Rhode Island to the world, 990WBOB.com. 990WBOB.com is an independent free media outlet. Feeling like Pitbull up in this bitch Dancing on my tiptoes up in this bitch I'm awesome Got me feeling switching my name Bob Awesome Everything else be the same Still risky biz For like 15 years That's loyalty kids Way to pull my beer Way to pull shift my gears New year, new me New ID, too easy If I only look like Am I on the mic? Hey guys, how you doing? This is Noob Tap Takeover 990WBOB.com I am your host, Boston Beer Benny To my left also adjacent me and to your radio right, my good friend and co-host, Moses Malone. Mo, how's it going? It's going great, man. It's good to be back. Um, yeah, feeling pretty good. We always get if, off to like this great start, yeah, man. We got to stop with this. I don't know if you can this. hear him. I can't hear Mo, but that's not a big deal. Yeah, you don't um, need to hear me. <laughs> so we will get into uh, – we have a great show for you today. Can you hear me now? No, no, I can't hear <laughs> you now either. Uh, we have a great show for you today, so we'll go through the tap list here, which is a rundown of what's going on on the show uh, we start every show off with what are you drinking in local releases, a quick synopsis of what's being released locally and what has come out over the past couple of weeks. We have new events up, event updates that we're going to update you about some upcoming events and also recap a great festival that we had a chance to go to this weekend, the Noob Sour. Uh, <laughs> Noob. I wish we had our own Sour Fest. <laughs> that would be sick. Night Shift Wear Funked Fest. Yeah, it was amazing. Yep. I, can you hear me? I, I still can't hear you. That's not that big of a deal. <laughs> we'll, All right, we'll, well, we'll just roll with it. Who cares? Um, yeah, that was a great time, man. We had a blast. Yeah. Weather was perfect. I didn't get sunburned, and I had a, a ton of beer. It was great. Which is a rarity for you. But, Very. Uh, brilliant Beer Minds. We have a great guest today, Keith Cavallo from Troy City Brewing, uh, Fall River, Mass. He's really excited about opening up soon, this summer probably. Uh, and then we have, uh, as always, we'll end it with Weird Beer Stuff and Shelfer of the Week. Uh, so we'll start it off as we always do, Mo, with what are you drinking? Uh, right now, I have a Finback that I'm going to crack into. Uh, it's called... It's great radio. Yeah. <laughs> way, to be, way, way to be prepared. Yeah, it's called Cat Love. I brought it since there's always all those cats here, and you know I'm a big fan of cats. So I yeah. hope it's going to bring me good luck for our interview with Keith. Yeah, it should. Hopefully, hopefully it does. It won't. Uh, you been making any trades lately? Getting any beer mail? Um, yeah, I got a little bit of beer mail from my Maryland guy. Um, he sent me some pretty cool stuff. I sent him some Julius, uh, some uh, Doppelganger. I sent him a glass. He sent me some uh, some local shelfers, some Manor Hill from Maryland, which I, I didn't really know much about uh, until I got to try them. But I've tried a couple of things from them now, and they're really cool brewery. So, I mean, we got a good thing going, me and Shane, uh, just sending beer back and forth. Sometimes it's whales sometimes it's shelfers but it's a it's a cool little thing we got going on great 13 dollars to ship back and forth you know 20 bucks in beer each time Not i get bad. four five six beers i've never had before it's it's a beautiful thing um yeah so i don't really have much going on as far as beer goes summer gets a little busy for me i'm i'm pretty yep. busy golfing i i know that's a hard problem to have you golf basically every day yeah i trade my be my brewery trips for uh beer fest with you mo so we we go to one of those every weekend i don't really have time to go to a brewery but i understand i try to dominate the fall in the winter months which is when a lot of good stuff comes out anyway uh locally around here 
Uh, we have Buttonwoods Brewery in Cranston, Rhode Island. They're releasing two cans this weekend. I saw uh, that. May have already released one, uh, allegedly. Oh. Uh, Hip Hop is Dead, which is a double IPA, and Everything is All Right IPA. Mm-hmm. Uh, the brewer there, Morgan Clark Snyder, uh, he's going to be uh, the moderator for our upcoming event where we're supposed to be challenged by this guy, Joe Farrow. Yeah, challenged. Guy. I'm using air quotes there, yeah. and, uh, obviously. His fanboy, I'm not even really sure of his name. but it's Kashi? Ka- like the cereal, right? <laughs> I, I do believe. Yeah, granola. Yeah, That's so right. It's his like the gr- yeah, granola. Granola, because uh, he's just kind of plain. And as long as we don't bring up the topic of hair products i think we should be good i think just walking in the door we should be good yeah like just basically sitting here silent for 30 minutes i think we'll still win because they'll just talk themselves into stupid circles and we'll be fine i'm not gonna have a discussion with beer about a guy who drinks wachusett wallies you know Ooh, yeah he does love the wallies we gotta get into that uh trillium this month has been honestly dominating as always they've actually probably surpassed treehouse i think um, so too as far as going crazy but uh, they have, they did a Bissell te- tap takeover last week where they had high roller lobsters, uh, a lot of great pours. They look like two and three dollars a piece, Mo. Yeah, they were dirt cheap for some reason. I mean, obviously just to get people there. Um, so I, I would guess that the lobster rolls were like eighty bucks to like offset that cost <laughs> or something. Well, I, I don't know what a, they did. A wait about eighty minutes. Yeah, so. uh, that uh, our friend Max went. Yeah, and he said it was insane. I saw some of the pictures. There was some, uh, you know, like those 360 pictures that people take. Yeah. And just, it was just people. Like, there was nothing else in the picture. You couldn't even see the bar. It was just people everywhere. So, I mean, it looked like a good time. I, honestly, I wanted to go. I had a beer tasting in Plymouth that I was I was doing, not attending. And then uh, it was kind of late, and Jess was probably going to yell at me for spending money. So, yeah, I just they, went home. They also released a beer with other half called... Uh, 1,000 trillion everything, I believe. It's a triple IPA. I was going to step in, but I had a feeling I was going to screw up the name. So. Yeah. Uh, great beer. Had a chance to try it. Really, really cool can. Uh, each can's a little different. They have a different letter Did you it. get your four-pack? Yeah, I, I haven't got my four-pack. But you tried one. But Todd did say he has it for me, so shout out to Todd. Friend nice. Of the show. They also released a new series of beer called the Pedox Islands, uh, which is coming from the ashes of the Permutation series, they said, uh, influenced by Perm 38. Perm 38 Mo, as you remember, was a spectacular <laughs> pineapple, mango, and orange uh, IPA. It had a wave of papaya and mango and cantaloupe that washes over the palate, complemented by a fluffy mouthfeel and gentle bitterness to finish. Great read. <laughs> I, we talked about this on the podcast a little week. Anybody who didn't hear it, we were talking about the permutation series yeah. and you know how Trillium kind of came out and said, hey, if we, do a, if we do a permutation series, that doesn't mean it's gone forever. Like, this is, like, a, a trial thing where we want to see, like, how you react to it. And then if it's amazing, then it's going to come back in some way, shape, or form. And they definitely – they kind of, like, alluded to it at the end, stay tuned for more. So I, I think this is, like, the start of them, like, revisiting other permutations and kind of doing beers based off of that. So it yeah. could be kind of cool. Yeah, and they're up in the mid-50s for the permutation. Yeah, they're somewhere now. up there. And uh, the series from Treehouse, which started earlier, uh, Curiosity, just hit 50 this yep, week. So 50. they've actually surpassed Treehouse in the yep. experimental beer game. I mean, they, they were killing those for a while. It was like a different one every week. Yeah. It was like, this is getting out of control. And uh, speaking of Treehouse, Mo, we had a chance uh, at a bottle share recently. We ran into quite a whale. 
Uh, I was wondering yeah. if you had a minute to talk to me about it. Yeah, I, uh, this I've beer. about an hour or so. Somebody brought, I never even heard of it before. It's called Juice Machine, yes, I think it was. That's correct. Uh, it's from Treehouse. It is a IPA uh, of the softest and rarest commodity. Yeah. Um, and we had a chance to, to drink it, Mo, about a two-ounce, three-ounce pour. Yep. What did you think of it? Why don't you tell the tell the fans? Well, I mean, first and foremost, uh just ran into it, like literally just lucked into it. Didn't, didn't, I mean, we were going to podcast that night and yeah. we just, we flaked on it because we heard there was going to be a juice machine can. So, you know, I rolled out my best of the best to try to like not look stupid in front of this kid. And, uh, you know, we ended up getting about two ounces, which in my opinion, isn't really enough to, to officially, you know, like rate a beer because yeah, I, agree I mean, you, you really want to, you want to get the whole beer in because halfway through it, honestly, it starts t- tasting a little different to me, but um, it was it was great. Like, I mean, we kind of talked about it off air, and I'll let you get into it because I know your your feelings on it. But it was I, I didn't know what it was. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't. Is it was it? A, I didn't even honestly. I didn't even know if it was a double or a single. Um, I'd never seen it before. I'd never obviously never tried it before. I was impressed. But uh, like I said, I didn't really know what to expect going in. But it was it was great beer. It was that typical pillowy treehouse juice bomb, and it, it was great. Yeah, the only thing I really knew about it going in uh, was the can art. I was familiar yeah. with the can art. Yep. I've seen it the in robot, the past. yeah. Uh, I knew they hadn't released it in a while, but they did earlier uh, last year toward the winter months, around Thanksgiving, they released it at a silent release. Uh, everyone was kind of – nobody really brought that up. I think it was such small denominations. It might have been even like one can. Yeah, this one was this one was uh, one can per person, I think, or two cans per person. I think it was person. two, but they did it for like three days. Yeah. And uh, we had a chance to try it, just like Mo said. A, a lot of I agree a lot of with what Mo said. Two ounces really not enough to get a, yeah. a full tasting in, but I, I was thankful to have the chance to try it. It was soft and subtle, not like I expected. I expected something ridiculously juicy and kind of potent. Right. But I think it had a little more subtlety that you would have needed to get get into the glass. Yeah, definitely. Um, and. Uh, thankful to try it you can check it out check out what we rated it on untapped i am at treehouse benny ironically enough and i am moses malone on untapped feel free to friend me um i'm happy to to meet trade partners on untapped too that's how i met my first one so yeah cheers to that beer uh, take a look at what we rated it and uh it's time for mo to get into some local distro notes yeah so i just had a quick quick little thing i mean we were looking for you know things to talk about and and new things coming to to massachusetts and to the general area so I just wanted to bring up real quick. We've talked about them before. I think on the podcast, not on the radio side. Uh, small brewery in I shouldn't even say small. Now they're getting bigger. Uh, Shoveltown in Easton, Mass. Yeah, great stuff. Um, coming to Mass Distro, actually in Mass Distro currently, uh, featured at some stores around my house. Uh, we will not be bringing it to Rhode Island anytime soon, but maybe somewhere down the road. Uh, but if you're if you're into Shoveltown or if you've never had any of their stuff, uh, obviously available at the brewery in Easton. Uh, but now available at package stores too. The first beer that we rolled out was Flyaway IPA. Um, it's a New England style IPA. Yeah, that go, was a good one. Go figure. I mean, everybody does one, but um, it's actually really good. I, I thought it stacked up pretty well against a lot of the other ones. And at the price point, it's about 15, 16 bucks. So, I mean, right in the middle of the pack as far as price is concerned. Um, it should be a formidable uh, competitor on the shelf for all these other ones that, you know, like the Stony Creeks and the. Sierra Nevadas and all those that are making those New England IPAs. This will be another one that I I think does it a lot better than the macros and does it 
you know, on par with a lot of the microbreweries too. So excited to have them into uh, mass distribution. So I'll be picking some of that up. Yeah, you heard it here first, guys. Shoveltown hits Massachusetts. Uh, we have a great show for you coming up the rest of the way. We have some new event updates. We're going to recap the Wear Funk Sourfest put on by Night Shift on Sunday. Uh, we still have Brilliant Beer Minds with Keith Cavallo and uh, from Troy City Brewing at Fall River. We I can't wait to ask him what it's going to be like to open <laughs> up a new brewery um, this summer in this day and age and right. another one opening up right down the street that you're literally going to be able to walk to. Yeah, um, should be really cool. I'd like to hear what he has to say with that. I know he's really friendly with the Can Heat guys, so um, should be a great interview. Looking and we're off to, to our notorious noob slow start, but we break late. Everybody knows this. Uh, you're listening to Noob Tap Takeover 990 WBOB. Dot com, home of Bob the Head. All right, we're back. 990WBOB.com. Uh, this is Noob Tap Takeover. Kim and Ryan getting us hooked up. During the break, hopefully I can hear you this segment, Mo. I don't know. We'll see. Nope. Still no good. That's, <laughs> all, right. That's all right. We don't need to hear each other. Nope. I've heard you talk enough. Yes, you have. <laughs> uh, so that is Risky Biz, The Sweet Sounds. That's a new song, Levitate, off their new album. Uh, and we have some noobed event updates. But before we do that, we're going to talk to you about some delicious BBQ. Tonight's live broadcasts are brought to you by Dirk's Barbecue, perched in Providence's bustling College Hill neighborhood. Prepare your taste buds for Texas-style barbecue. Try the Dirty Dirk, a smoked sausage and pulled pork served on an onion roll with jalapenos and Dirk's signature sauce. I can't even get through this. That Dirk's Barbecue, proud sponsor of 990WBOB.com, located at 275 Thayer Street in beautiful Providence, Rhode Island. For more information or to place an order, visit DirksBBQ.com. Yeah, get out there, try some of that special sauce. Yeah. uh, We have some great noobed events coming up. We'll go in kind of reverse chronological order. If I you love will. going in reverse. Yeah, so we're going to do uh, first coming up in August 4th. Uh, it's a Saturday. We have the Trillium Field Trip, which we're yeah. really excited about. Finally, uh, a big beer event for the big dogs that we can get into. Uh, there are going to be food trucks and beer. We don't really know where it is. I think they said it's in a field near Canton. Yeah, somebody told me it was in like the, one of the back fields. Okay. When I, 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 didn't, I said I didn't know where it was, and he was like, dude, it's in Canton. And I looked, and it says Canton, but it says, like, Canton Field Park or something like that. Yeah. So I don't know exactly where that is, but he said it's in, like, this big open field. They've given they've given you this whole field like you're actually going to board, like, a, a yellow school bus. And yeah, yeah. And drive you there and kind of make it, like, a bag lunch or something like that. But I'm not really sure what they're going to do. Uh, tickets, unfortunately, are sold out. Uh, but we will have a recap for you on the podcast if you want to check us out. Noob, N-E-W-B-D. It's on iTunes. Also on Stitcher, anywhere you get your uh, your podcast fix. And our second event, which is actually coming up this weekend, Mo can tell you a little bit more about the Newport Craft Beer Races. Yeah, so we found out about this on Facebook, and it looked really interesting. Uh, ben, you didn't get to go to the last event. I took Jay Tomasia to the Newport Yeah, festival. not the Newport one. Yeah, so you hadn't been to a festival in Newport, so I reached out to these guys, and they were happy to have us. So on Saturday, July 21st, we are going to Fort Adams State Park. Um, they're doing a 5K. We are not. Yeah. If you saw me, you would understand why we are not doing the 5K. You have to stretch the hammies. Yeah, yeah, we're not doing that. So uh, the 5K starts at 12. 
And then the festival gates open at 12.30. So we're going to be there roughly 12.30. We'll get in there. bunch of cool breweries are going to be there. Uh, just a couple notables. I mean, the ones I'm most excited about. I saw Crooked Current on the list. I saw Canned Heat on the list. Yeah, those two I'm very excited to try. Yeah, so I reached out to the Canned Heat guys, and they you know, they said they were going to be there. Plus, I saw them at that Chomped event. They yep. did a tap takeover at Chomped in Seekonk, Swansea, uh, it's Rhode Seekonk. Island. It's like right near that line. Yeah, right around there. So anyways, yeah, we I, I saw them there, and they were like, yeah, we're going to bring some cool stuff to uh, to Newport. So we'll get to talk to those guys and hang out with them. Um, they're going to come on the show at some point. They're interested, but, you know, they, they're not open yet. they got a lot of shit going on, so they don't want to They don't want to come on and, you know, talk about stuff that's not happening. Yeah, not really popular to promote a, a brewery that's not open yet, but that's what we do because I yep. hear their stuff's fire. And uh, yep. so when they come on, we'll hopefully promote their grand opening. That would be welcome on Noob Tap Takeover any day. Uh, we're going to do a nice recap, though, of a great event that we were lucky enough to go to this weekend. Uh, from Night Shift, they put on We're Funked, uh, which is a sour festival in Walpole, Mass. It was awesome. Um, how many different vendors were there? Do you remember? Was there, some, there was something like 50 different. Yeah, I would guess like 50 to 60. Yeah, and Not each one more had, than 75. Each one had two or three beers, some even four beers, yep. and had cans just in case they yep. they kicked that keg. Uh, the day I thought was beautiful. It was a little hot um, to be in that. That kind of roof with pillars. I, I can't think of the name of it right now. Uh, pavilion? Yes, it Dude, was is a Is that pavilion. what we agreed on? Outdoor pavilion. It's basically a house with no walls. Yeah, what did you think of it, Mo? Because I had been there before, uh, so I know about the crowd, the music, and yep. the food that was there. What, what was your impression? Dude, the vibe was cool. I mean, I would, honestly, I didn't really pay attention to the music the whole lot. It was kind of like in the background, I feel like. Um, you know, I was focused on, you know, we were there with a bunch of people talking having our own little conversations hey did you try this beer around that corner did you go to the steel did you go to you know Unane? did you go here so like you know just talking to, to the people that we were with and hearing people buzzing about things kind of distracted me from the music but the venue was such that you weren't on top of anybody like yeah, you, there were awesome. a couple like little instances where like you know you kind of had to work through a little bit of a crowd but i mean there was not any significant lines at any booth Maybe a person or two deep. There were people playing frisbee in the in the fields. You know, people drinking water by the side. Like there was a whole bunch of different people, like all there for the you know for the same reason, but just kind of hanging out and having a good time. I I had a blast. I thought it was amazing. Jess had a great time. You know, and to to have a day where you know we can drink and you know we had uh, grandma take the baby. So it was it was a beautiful day all around. We had a lot of fun, and uh, I would definitely 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 go again. Yeah. And- uh, everybody who was had a table there was very, very nice. Uh, they were very cordial, very knowledgeable about the beer. Um, so they they were pretty uh, amped about the beer, as were we. So if you if you will indulge me, Mo, uh, I asked Mo to bring his top three beers from the new Funk Fest, um, and I did the top three breweries that I thought attended. So we're gonna go in reverse order, Mo. Mm-hmm. If you would start with your third, uh, and I, we'll go back and forth on this. Okay, uh, number three, uh, I had Black Napkins from Proclamation. Great beer. Yeah, I had a lot of uh, I had a lot of beers that I really really liked. Um, that one was one of my top ones. So that's that's my number three. Yeah, that was pretty funky. Very uh, funky. Really had like a wine it. wine taste to it almost. Like it had that kind of wine texture. Yeah, and Proclamation could have easily made my top three, but these were uh, the funkiest of the funky. 
I started with uh, my number three brewery there was Deciduous at a New Market, New Hampshire. Outstanding sours in, oh, yeah. uh, and Weiss's. They had Lollipop Forest and Monochromatic mm. with the two beers they brought. Absolutely delicious. That Lollipop Forest was fire for sure. Yeah, why don't you hit me with your second beer, Mo? Runner-up. N- number two. I had never even heard of this brewery. Uh, out of Chicago. Uh, I'm sorry. Not Chicago. Niles, Illinois. Probably just outside of Chicago. Yeah, the Niles River. You yeah, exactly. It? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's called Unane. U-N-N-A-N-N-E-E. Unane. Okay. They brought a frambois. Uh, raspberry frambois that was phenomenal yeah it was tart but it had like the sweetness of the fruit it was perfectly balanced it wasn't like overly sour it was just super smooth creamy it had like that perfect texture to it and i was a huge fan so was jess yeah i tried to get over there they They, were unfortunately sold out yeah they Uh, kicked it because they brought it in bottles yeah and i I just like an idiot it was probably over trying sam adams or something (laughs) Uh, second brewery that i had the runner-up brewery for me Easily could have been first. It was it was back and forth. Wooden Robot out of Charlotte, North mm. Carolina. This place is awesome. They they were a star last year too. They brought Strawberry Swirlet, which was an awesome strawberry vanilla sour, and a Fodor for Thought, which was in bottles. That was delicious. Awesome, awesome beer. They're a really cool kind of old school place. They have a gastro pub down in Charlotte. Uh, they don't do any cans. They do all growlers, which That's is bold. really cool and tap. Yep. It's it's awesome stuff. Um, and Mo, what was your winner, your I, your standout beer? I haven't seen your list, but I was there with you, so I'm, I'm imagining we have the same. I'm going to have the beers from the place, and you're going to have the place. Um, I kind of cheated because my number one was just the Dreams from Burley Oak, the Strawberry Banana and the Blackberry. They were both phenomenal. I did have the same. I had Burley Oak out of Berlin, Maryland. The Dream beers, they were thick. They easily stood out. The best beer I had that day. They were smoothies. Flavor combination was incredible. I had runner-up. Uh, River Sticks Brewing, that was my honorable mention. It was so good. The Myth of Sisyphus was a collab with Henry and Friend. Awesome, awesome stuff. But we got Keith Cavallo on the line. Uh, Brilliant Beer Minds coming up next. We'll be back. 990WBOB.com. Noob. Tap Takeover. You're listening to 990WBOB.com, Renegade Radio. I'll be all the way up, I'll be on Mars. Are we gonna stay up? I'm already seeing stars. Never coming down. All right, 990WBOB.com, noobed, tap, takeover, Mo. We're really excited for this next segment. Brilliant Beer Minds. Every month we have a new guest on. Uh, each one surpassing the last in brilliance. Uh, and this week we are lucky enough to have Keith Cavallo from Troy City Brewing, Fall River Mass. Keith, thank you very much for joining us. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, Keith, what's up? Yeah, I just got out of the brewery, man. Just figured out, uh, see how things are going. So there's always stuff to do in the brewery, so I figured you were going to be there late. That's why I hit you up for this interview. I figured it wouldn't be... It'd be no big deal. It'd be like the end of your work day. Yeah, we uh, just got out about 20 minutes ago. We had uh, the Lemur Electric down. Uh, they were just looking at all the exit signs and all the things that we got to get done in, at the building. So All the glamorous stuff they don't tell you about when you open a brewery, right? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, kind of it's a little different. It's been two months since I hit the kettles, so uh got to get the rust off, you know? Yeah, I hear you, Keith. Hey, quick question. Are you originally from Fall River? Yeah, um, the brewery's actually 
uh, two miles away from where I've lived for my whole life, oh, 34 great. years. I have some yeah. quick qualifying questions, if you wouldn't mind, before we start this interview. Really quick Fall River-based opinion questions. Are you ready to play? Yeah, I'm done. Number one, you obviously, Linguisa and Shadis guy. Uh, Gaspar's, yeah. Gaspar's or Michael's? Oh, this is fantastic. <laughs> uh, I definitely go with Michael's. They're, uh, you know, right down the right down the street from my house. So. These are opinion based, but that was correct. Uh, <laughs> number two, you go to Sam's Pies on a weekend. Uh, you going meat pie, spinach and feta, or meat and yogurt? Uh, it's meat pies, man. That All the way. Oh, I love you so far. You're two for two. And the last question, this this really is a make or break for me. Uh, Marcucci's or Marzilli's? Uh, I got to go with Marzilli's. Oh, my God. So close. Thanks for playing, <laughs> Keith. <laughs> Wait, so there was a right answer for that one? I love Marcucci. I'm a big Marcucci's guy. What yeah, is- yeah. I like the bread from one. A little. It's a little different than the other guy, so yeah. it's uh, a little unique. Yeah. You you were literally speaking German to me there. <laughs> I didn't know any of those. Fall River boys through and through. You know we got to stick together. I heard gas bars. That was the only <laughs> thing I knew. Was, yeah. So Keith, you originally started at Shoveltown Brewing, um, if, if I'm correct. <laughs> and uh, what's it like going out on your own? Uh, do you feel like you have to get out from under their shadow or, or brew some different stuff, or is this just kind of like you saw an opportunity in Fall River to brew and and you wanted to go for it? No, I mean, uh, the guys down at Shoveltown, you know, it was a great time, you know, getting that brewery up and running. And uh, we all collaborated on our recipes. You know, a lot of those guys down there were hands into on everything being created. So, you know, it was cool. It was that team, you know, working together to make something accomplished. And, you know, like any other brewer, sometimes you get crazy and think, you know, maybe I can actually do this on my own too, you know. And uh, going into Shoveltown, we, you know, there was no hidden, you know, that we were going to work on Troy City, too. But, you know, it was all about, you know, the experience and learning from those guys and just to be in, in the brew industry, you know, just learning, you know, and trying to figure shit out. You know, when you're a home brewer, it's one thing, but when you start brewing professionally and you got guys, you know, years experience, not you know in the industry and you're the new guy you know you really try your best to make some unique beers and hope people like them you know so you you basically segued me into my my first question um obviously you started as a home brewer we've talked about this before off air um you you doing beers at your house and, and things like that how did you like how did it get to the point where it was like yo, i'm actually pretty good at this i feel like I should have my own brewery. Like, how did that idea come to pass? Were, like, friends telling you or? Um, I don't know, man. You know, 15 years ago, I started brewing with my brother-in-law. He, he was pretty experienced in the homebrew scene in the 90s, so he was he knew a lot about it and, you know, got into it. The first 10 years I brewed, I never even thought about opening a brewery. Um, it was just a fun thing to do, you know, and one day I was just like, hey, you know, it would be nice to have something in the city where I'm from. So, yeah, it's that's spe- where it came up. <laughs> Speaking of the city where you're from, uh, you guys are going to yeah. be the first uh, brewery or one of the first breweries to open in 60 years, was it, in Fall River? Yeah, right around that. It and- was 1963. Oh, there you go. Uh, our brewery 
enterprise brewing company closed its doors, and they ended up uh, tearing up the streets and putting 79 over there, you know, the new highway. So, you know, it was a lot of history in beer in this in that city, you know, going back, you know, Old Colony Brewing. There's so many different names back then, you know. But uh, everybody collaborated into Enterprise, all the little breweries when things were getting tough. And, you know, I just showed, you know, Fall River was known for their lager beers. And, you know, we were the first guys to come up with lagering, actually. He was a German gentleman that came down into Fall River in the 1900s and started refrigerating beer. And then that kind of went out. And we are kind of the pioneers in, in the United States for lager and beer. And it was only a half a mile from where I've lived all my life. So I felt like there's a lot of history, you know? Yeah, and now not just one opening up, but two. You have Canned Heat opening up right down the street from you. Uh, that's going to be a pretty cool little scene down there with uh, the Tipsy Seagull and Tipsy Toboggan nearby, too. Yeah, we're pretty excited. Uh, Matt Ellis is a good friend of mine down at Canned Heat, and uh, we were together last week, you know, just talking about how this is and, you know, and how we're getting going and everything, and it was a good, it was a good talk because... You know, it's stuck opening a brewery. It really is. So we were talking about this a little bit before you came on the air, actually, because I've seen I you know I saw you at the Chomped event. Um, so I, I've seen you be you know you're obviously very friendly with those guys, and it's it's great that you guys are collaborating to do something cool with the city. You know, take a take an area of the town. Just uh, give us like a quick background. Um, your your brewery is going to be six, at 16 Anawan Street. Is that right? Yeah, 16 Anawan Street, exactly. So, what, so we're on the lower portion of Anawan. Yep. So what was that building before you moved into it? Uh, the building was built in 1880. Wow. So the building, it's, it's ancient. Like when you come in the brewery, you're going to feel that, you know. And uh, American Printing Company actually is the ones that built all the mills on Anawan. Uh, you know, just to give you a rough idea, back in 1910, you know, they had 6,000 employees, you know, it, it was, it was a happening spot and everybody worked there. If you were in the city, you know? Yeah, that's, so. um, that's crazy, man. A 1880s brewery opening up in 2018. Yeah. We got, we got so much history going on in this conversation. And, uh, Keith, I, I know you, you watched the world cup. You obviously had to be a Portugal fan. Uh, and, <laughs> and you watch Cristiano yeah. score a hat trick in the first, uh, the first round of group stage, did you know that the first guy to score a hat trick in the World Cup was actually from Fall River? No, I didn't know that. That's pretty awesome. Bert <laughs> Patnod, July 17, 1930, scored a hat trick against Paraguay. First guy ever for the United States. Really? Yep, first wow. guy in the history of the World Cup. Fall River mess. Get the hell out That's of here. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. Just Fall River, you know, bringing the heat. He ate for free at Cavallo the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> so Keith, we're gonna play a quick game with you here. Uh, we call this our four pack of questions, where we ask you two two beer related questions and two non beer related questions. You ready? Sounds good. All right. So the first beer related question: What's your favorite hop to work with? If you had to pick just one. All right, that's a cool question. Um, if I had one hop to pick and I could create as many beers as I could with it, it would have to be Chinook. Okay. Oh, nice. Nice answer. Yeah, because I could, I could pull off some crazy IPAs just with that one hop, 
in every aspect of the boiling process and whirlpool, and then I could still pull away with bitter and some stout supporters with it too, you know? All right, so you went versatility. I like how you took that question. Yeah, um, you kind of have to do that when, uh, you know, when you don't have too much to play with. So I got used to it. <laughs> when you'd buy Chinook, you'd buy, you know, three pounds of that when you homebrew, and hopefully you have enough there for six months, you know what I mean? <laughs> So, second question, second beer-related question. Obviously, I know you drink your own stuff, um, but you said you've been off the kettles for a little while. Uh, is there a brewery right now in New England that you're kind of gravitating toward in the interim? Um, well, I, I work up right near Shoveltown, and just because of all the stuff I used to do down there, that's kind of been, like, my, my brewery to go to. Nice. Uh, you know, work working with Will and, you know, still going by there, but... For brewery of all time, like my favorite, it's got to be Jack Savvy, straight on, you know. Wow. Just what they brought to the table in the short period of time they did it. I mean, that's amazing stuff, you know. That's back-to-back uh, interviews that we've had that have said Jack Savvy. Yep. Yeah, it's just everything about it. And then when they did the whole other side with the higher end, genius. So. Yeah, I mean, definitely one of the most respected breweries that I've that I've had, um, you know, come across my come across my desk, so to speak. Um, two non-beer-related questions. Here's number one: uh, If you're not drinking beer, what are you drinking? What's your favorite non-beer drink? Uh, I run on three liquids: coffee, water, and beer. So, you know, it's it's either three coffees a day, a half a gallon of water, or whatever. So that's pretty much it. Nice. <laughs> That that seems to be the brewer's answer. I mean, we're getting coffee a lot, I feel like. And now probably the most important question ever, Mo, if you do the honors. Yeah, this is going to put you either on Team Mo or Team Ben. Um, so, Keith, i got to ask you, are you a dog person or a cat person, man? All right, definitely a dog person. Yes. Damn it! Yes. <laughs> yes, Keith, yes. All right, this yeah. Finback cat love was no luck to me. It didn't work. <laughs> I thought if I brought a cat beer, it might get those. Vi- I'm a cat guy. Ben's a Ben's a dog guy. So yeah, you just you can't be around cats. I mean, they don't allow you to breathe. Um, so Keith, that was kind of thanks for playing our, our kind of fun game there. I do have a couple yeah. beer names, uh, Fall River beer names that I thought of. I hope I hope I could run by you, uh, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought of a, a Battleship Bourbon Stout. How does that sound? Everybody would like that, right? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, Seven Hills Sour. Ooh. I think that would be a good one, right? Not bad. Well, he, they have the Seven yeah, Hills. Well, we already have uh, Seven Hills New England IPA, uh, one yeah. of our flagship beers. God, that's stupid. I'm so stupid. You don't want to mix those up. <laughs> you don't want to mix those up. Let's leave yeah, the flagship alone. If you're drinking if you're drinking my IPA, it's, that, you'll remember the name Seven Hills. There sure. we go. What about the Bragger Bridge Baltic Porter? <laughs> <laughs> I'll only name it that if you come brew it with me. <laughs> I, oh, I will damn. That. Uh, and last one I got is the Durfee Double IPA. You got to take care of, you know, hometown school. The Durfee Double, I kind of like that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll, have to, we'll all have to see. But you guys are on the right idea. A lot of our beers will obviously be named after stuff in the city. So That's awesome, man. So, hey, so we got like another minute or two. If there's anything that you want to you, you want to talk about, I know obviously you're you're still a little ways away from the opening process, but if you want to plug any social medias or anything like that, yeah, uh, give us a timeline, something like that. I mean, I'm not asking for a specific date. I don't want to tie you to that because I know things you know 
I know how it is. So anything you want to talk about in the last minute, go for it, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, all I can say is just keep following us. Um, we're, we're all working as hard as we can. The team has been really doing a great job. and Give us some time. You know, we're aiming for September time, but don't crucify me if I'm not open by then. <laughs> I don't play well with others, you know. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. We, we'll be there day one, and uh, we wish you the best of luck. All right, buddy. Take Thank care, you very man. much, Thanks Keith. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much, Keith. So Keith Cavallo, Troy City Brewing, happy enough to have him on the show tonight. Uh, Troy City Brewing is going to be located at 16 Anawan Street in Fall River. Uh, they're actually sharing a building kind of with the Narrows. If you've ever seen a show or a concert or anything there, the Narrows is pretty, uh, pretty well known in Fall River. Um, he's Troy City Brewing on Facebook and Troy City Beer on Instagram. Uh, he's pretty active on Facebook. He likes to post a lot of updates to the brewery. He gives you pictures. Um, just the other day, he posted uh, one of the storage doors that he has uh, from the 1880s, so kind of a cool part of the brewery. And he's giving everybody just a little look inside to kind of give them an idea of what it's going to be like inside. That brewery is going to be sick. Yeah. It's going to be really cool, like really old school feel. It's just hard to see it right now because there's still like you know there's work to be done. So what an uh, what an awesome interview. I I love that he's going to keep it so local. I love that he grew up right by there yep. and like you can you can feel that he really has like Fall River on his back. Yep. <laughs> when he, when he's he, and that's it. dude, and that's how these guys are looking at it. Like they're taking a city that's you know for all intent and purpose is kind of falling by the wayside a little bit. And to have these legitimate businesses brightening up that part of the city, it's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be great. And the, there's so much history in that city, he's right. So yep. uh, we wish him the best of luck. And uh, we still have a great show for you after this next break. We do have weird beer stuff. We have show for the week. Uh, you're listening to Noob Tap Takeover, 990WBOB.com. We'll be back in a couple minutes. You're listening to 990WBOB.com, Renegade Radio. That's about it, I guess I ain't about it. Estimate that if I rap for 20 years, I'm bouncing. Probably going to counseling, or I might just stick around a bit on my bar verse time. All right, 990WBOB.com, we are back, and what a great guest that was, Mo. Yeah, that was great. Uh, very informative. I like that he knew a lot of the history of Fall River, how he really kind of like, like you were just saying uh, off the air, uh, he has like Fall River on his back. Like he's, he's pride. He has pride written all over him, and he's, he's happy to be a contributing member to the city. So uh, happy to have him on. When he opens, we'll have him on again for sure. Because yeah. we'll be there, like you said, day one. So. A couple things to get into here before we go to weird beer stuff. Uh, speaking of breweries opening, Mo. Uh, recently we had a brewery in Rhode Island open up called Beer on Earth. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you know from that? Yeah, so that kind of snuck up on us, I feel like. I had heard about it, like, a while back. I think maybe Joe was talking about it, or somebody somebody was talking about it. And we were talking about their opening in Kingston. Uh, they're open at 6670 Post Road in Kingston, Rhode Island. Um, they opened a, a while ago now. I'm just looking at their Facebook page now. Um, they seem to be very active. Uh, a lot of uh, positive feedback. Uh, they've got a ton of reviews. They're 4.9 on Facebook. Uh, their untapped scores are good. Um, it seems like people are really digging them. Um, our boy Gary from Tilted Barn yeah. was actually uh, touting them in one of the, the beer groups that we're in. 
So uh, shout out to Gary. Um, obviously, people are excited about this place, and they want to, you know, they want to have another brewery in in Rhode Island. And this is a obviously a great a great addition to the community. Some cool art like on their walls and stuff. I'm noticing, and their their beer names are kind of cool too. Um, they had uh, innocuous blonde ale, uh, season opener saison. Um, they had up before the dog. Was it a porter? I think I said porter. Yeah, I think up so. before the dog porter. Um, so you know some kind of creative names. It looks like I'm seeing growlers and pours. I don't see cans though. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see any cans. I see just pours, and they must be doing growlers too, because I saw some growler pictures on Facebook earlier. But. Um, yeah, I'm excited to go check them out sometime. I mean, we're not usually in Kingston, but... No, not really. I mean, we could get out there sometime. Yeah, we could loop it in there, make an exception. Yeah, I'd love uh, to check them out. Another beer fest. Uh, that's only a one-day thing. It's up in Portland. Uh, it is July 28th. It's the Main Brewers Guild Summer Session. Uh, this beer fest is kind of incredible. Oh, shit. Uh, out in Thompson Point. It's at 1 o'clock until 5 p.m. Tickets still on sale, guys. If you read this list... You wouldn't believe it. Every brewery in Maine is there. Uh, Lawson's Finest is going to be there. Kent Falls is going to be there. Treehouse is actually going to make an appearance what? as well. Um, just an unbelievable list. Check it out. Uh, the summer session, it's called, by the Maine Brewers Guild. Tickets on sale at Eventbrite, and you can get their final uh, their final entrant list. Uh, Jack's Abbey, Kent Falls, Lawson's Finest. Medusa is going to be there. All kind of cool stuff. Um, so check that out. How have I not heard about that? You know, I don't know, Mo. We haven't even I talked guess, about this. I, I have I have longer tentacles than you. I think I, I got the reach. So general admission fifty uh, forty nine dollars. Yeah, ain't even that bad. Uh, so let's get into weird beer stuff, Mo. What do you got? Um, I, I got kind of a weird one. Uh, this kind of dates back a little bit. Um, have you ever heard of the Portsmouth Brewery in uh, Portsmouth, New Hampshire? I haven't. I've heard of a lot of breweries in Portsmouth. I not not Portsmouth Brewery. No. I've never heard of them either. Um, so they. <laughs> they introduced something called Selkie. Okay. S-E-L-K-I-E. Um, Very common. Didn't really resonate with me until I started reading a little bit about the story. Uh, they went to Portland. Uh, I'm sorry. They went to Portland. No, they went to Scotland. Different land. The land yeah. of the Scots. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> so they went to Scotland, and they found a, 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 a beer that kind of stuck with them. And they decided to come home and kind of recreate it. So they created a beer called Selkie. And it is a full-bodied Scottish red ale brewed with 60 pounds of locally harvested kelp. Wow. From that's U- interesting. From University of New Hampshire's aquaculture program. And they released it to their, uh, apparently just the brewery. It wasn't a, a distributed a distributed item. Um, but they're working with the, the aquaculture who apparently um, put rope in the water and they inoculate it with kelp spawn. So they're basically, like, growing the seaweed on, like, this rope, and it kind of just, like... Cool idea. Yeah, so they're harvesting that kelp from the rope, and they're putting in a beer. So, obviously, this begs the question, Ben, would you try it? Of course I'd try it. I mean, why wouldn't... It sounds kind of interesting, right? Like, this isn't one of the gross ones that we've talked about in the past where, like, you know, uh, a finger in a a whiskey shot or, you know, uh, drinking out of the mouth of a squirrel or whatever the hell we were doing that one time. Yeah, I mean... um, This isn't gross. What I would imagine kelp tastes like is, is seawater. Yeah. Uh, and sea salt's actually one of my favorite flavors to put into a beer. So, yeah, yeah. I would absolutely try this. See, I'm thinking that this is probably better than any of the beers that Farrell brings to a beer share. Oh, so this no is probably, like, something that 
I could impress him with because he, he doesn't take much. He could homebrew this because he can just grow the kelp off of his ponytail. In right. The, uh, yeah. In the ocean. That's a that's a great thought. Actually, I hadn't really thought of that. Uh, so that is enough for uh, weird beer news, Mo. You got any more info on that beer, or is that that's that, pretty much it? They're talking. They're talking about doing it again in the future. This was 2016 that they did like their initial um, initial brewing of the beer. So I checked their page and I tried to find out if there were any other uh, any other notifications on when it's coming or if it's coming. Um, but it just says stay tuned and they will be releasing it again. It says near future. So that's a uh, that's a beer uh, that you would see in Kevin Costner drink at Waterworld probably. Yeah, probably. Futuristic. I mean, you'd kind of have to do you gotta that. Think, you got to think in advance. You got to exactly. always be planning. Uh, so that is weird beer stuff, and that brings us to our favorite segment, uh, Emmy-nominated segment, Shelfer of the Week. Uh, Shelfer is obviously a beer you would find on a shelf. That's why we call it a Shelfer. Um, and I have a good one for you, Mo. I have been big into Shelfers lately because, as I said, don't have a ton of time to go to breweries. One of my favorite breweries, if I did have time to go to, would be Gun Hill Brewing. Ooh, good uh, one. Out in the Bronx uh, of New York City. And um, they have just started getting some local distributions if you get to some really niche uh, micro-brew distributors. They have a beer. They have a ton of them out on the shelves, but this one is Void of Light. A great beer. Stout, 7.9%. It's unbelievably dark. Cocoa, espresso flavors. Uh, it is oily thick, and, and it is really, really something, something to behold. That sounds very interesting. And uh, I only saw single cans. I didn't see it in four packs. It was about 7 bucks a can. Well worth it. 16-ounce cans. Sure. You can easily share that. You can stash it, throw it in the back of the fridge. It's not going to go bad on you. So Nice. Mine is Void of Light from Gun Hill Brewing, Bronx, New York. Good one, man. Uh, we've had a couple Gun Hill beers in our in our day. So yeah, definitely. That's uh, that, that's definitely worth your time. Uh, mine, I mean, I, I've been spending a lot of time in liquor stores lately. So I've been seeing a lot of beers. And I'm seeing more and more grim on the shelf. Uh, it's becoming apparent that they're making more beer because now more stores are carrying it. Um, more stuff is available. I'm still seeing a ton of bottles, not so much of the cans, although I did see a couple cans of Rainbow Dome at Yankee. Um, so I found a beer today that I'd never seen from them, but apparently they've, they've brewed before. Uh, it's called Cassiopeia. I've, I've heard of it. So that's going to be – that's my shelf for the week. It's an imperial porter. So it's a double porter, essentially. Is the, the can art – is that the the uh, astro, astro, astro – Yeah, yeah, it's the stars. The star, it's like the picture a, of – Yeah, exactly. Astronomy, I think yeah. is the word I was Astron Yeah, astronomy. Astronomy is the sun. Astrology – I mean, the stars. Astrology is like Virgo and yeah. all that stuff, Anatomy right? Anatomy is a person. Yeah, exactly. I know that. <laughs> so this is an American Imperial Porter brewed with Belgian dark candy syrup. So I haven't had it yet, but it's only like 10 bucks on the shelf, so I'm going to pick it up next time I see it. It's yeah, check it out. 10%. Uh, it's a 3.91 on untapped. And the only reason I say it's been, obviously they've brewed it before. It has over 3,000 ratings. So that obviously didn't happen like overnight. Um, and it says it was added in 2013. So it's definitely something that they've brewed before and maybe just you know happened to release a round of it to Massachusetts. But... Definitely exciting to see 
nice. new Grim stuff on the shelf because I love Grim. Well, thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you to our guest, Keith Cavallo, Troy City Brewing in Fall River. Be on the lookout for him. Oh, he's coming soon, baby. Thank you very much to Ryan tweeting for us. That cough in the back you may have heard was Kim on the keyboard. Nice. I am Ben. My co-host is Mo. We are Noob Tap Takeover. Check us out on iTunes, N-E-W-B-D, 990-W-B-O-B.com. We'll see you next week or next month, or we'll see you at another time.